0: Our scripture this morning comes to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 20. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us so we are ambassadors for Christ since Christ or since God is making his appeal through us we entreat you on behalf, behalf of Christ be reconciled to God The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I want to begin with a confession. This whole Lent, I'm just a bundle of tears. You probably noticed that I started crying during the banner processional. I've just been a bundle of tears. I came into worship on Gratitude Sunday, and I was so excited for Gratitude Sunday and for all of the wonderful ways we were going to show our gratefulness to God. And I thought, what a beautiful way to begin our Lenten journey. And I was so excited, and afterwards, I just cried. Because I realized that our Lent this season, this year, is focused on the future, and I'm not going to be a part of that. And as excited as I am about going to Orchard, I'm sad about leaving here. And so that was hard. But that doesn't mean that I'm not still excited about what God is doing here and how we are taking the time this season to say, what do you want to do through me, oh God? My son, Ben, who I had to beg to share this with you, by the way, said uh, to me that he has an assignment at school and um, he is supposed to create a how-to book and write about something that he is an expert in, to tell other people um, how to do something. Ben is writing a book on how to build a church. It's excited to see that even our kids are excited about building a church. Now, Ben doesn't know that his great-great-grandparents actually started a church. It's part of our family folklore, our our story that we passed down. My great-grandparents, Frankie and John Mayo, started a church in the woods near their home. Uh, they did not have a Methodist church there, and so they started one in Roanoke, Virginia. And they began by, uh, m- they would preach. My, my uh, great-grandfather had an exhorter's license, which was a, a lay preacher's license. And they would preach, and they um, eventually began a church. And it's still there today, Fairview United Methodist Church. And that's been a part of the story that's been passed down in our family but I don't think that Ben gets what that story tells him. They had a passion for sharing the gospel. And that they had a passion for starting a church so that others would know the grace of Jesus Christ. And so they began that, not for themselves, but for those to come forward. I don't know how you can to sit and look at all the banners of the ministries here at this church and not cry, quite honestly. I think about, you know, three years, three and a half years ago, we celebrated our the 50th anniversary of the walk from our old church over on Church Street to here. And I think about the passion and the commitment that the people who made that choice to move To create something new. I think about that and I'm so moved by their commitment to the future. I think about that and I think, that is rare. That is rare that people would say, I am not thinking about me and my connection and how I always imagined that I would be buried in this church or married in this church or all those things and my children would all down in this space, they said, no, this is a growing community and we need to grow too. We need to be ready because we need to share the gospel of Jesus Christ in the future. And I think about that and I wonder, did they even imagine all of those banners? Did they even dream about all the ministries and all the ways that this church would be impacting lives? For Jesus Christ. I think they did. I think they did imagine that. I think that's why they made this walk, so that our impact in the world will be even greater than they could dream. That we would be serving Christ for years and years and years to come. And that's what we're talking about now, this Lenten season. We're asking ourselves again. Oh God, what do you want to do through me? Because we have a commitment to the future. We can't imagine, or maybe we can, what kind of ministries will come forth as we continue to expand. We can dream, and I bet our dreams will just be far surpassed. When you're in that time of transition between it's a very weird place to be. Especially knowing since January, it's just been weird. But it's making me take stock and thinking about the things that are different in my own life now than were 5 years ago. How I've been p- impacted, how I've grown as a pastor, as a mom, as a person because of the ministry of this church. One of the things that I take with me is your ability to believe in what God will do. I see this in the way that you put your emphasis on children and youth, the way that you ensure that kids are knowing Jesus, that they're learning both to be good disciples and to serve others. I see it in the way that all of you, so many people came out last night for our spaghetti dinner and so many people worked at the spaghetti dinner to make sure that our kids will have a powerful, impactful experience in the city of Detroit this summer as they change lives and as they do just what you've dreamed for them. I see it in the way that you care for one another, in the way that you embrace each other, in the way that you walk side by side one another through tragedy, through devastation, through difficult time, and I am moved. Because, see, you have shown me what the body of Christ is. And I take that with me. And I am forever changed because of you. Now, I'm not going until June, so you have to stick with me until then. But I am going to take my weird place. And I'm going to take advantage of it because it gives me the opportunity to tell you what God is doing in you. People don't always respond, but you do. You take seriously that prayer. Oh God, what do you want to do through me? And you are building a new creation here in Clarkston. And it's powerful. And I want to make sure that you know the lives that you have touched and the impact that you have made. And so today we're going to have some people share with you in word, not in, they're not going to have to talk. (laughs) because I know what it's like to have to talk and cry. Um, But they're going to share with you how you've touched their lives, because this is all part of the story, and it's part of the way that we build for the future. I can only imagine what God will do through us in the future. Amen.